Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along as once again we open the history box and take a look inside. Oh, what's inside the history box right now? Oh, it's full of mud. Uh, yep, we are on the Wikipedia page for mud. Um, what seemed to be a simple, straightforward, single episode uh, endeavour has stretched out, and I think this is episode three now. Um, but we've got some way to go. There's, a, there's much the, the more to mud than you would imagine. In fact, there is. you know, like Attenborough... His his new series is called Green Planet. I've thought about this series, but continue, yeah. Right, I was <laughs> I haven't seen any yet. I'm really, really, really keen to watch it. Mm. I want to sort of sit and binge it with Len. Um, I heard the producer on the radio this morning saying some fucking wild shit about what some plants get up to, and I'm right. like, fucking hell, this is getting watched. Yeah. But I was thinking, well, he's done Blue Planet, right? He's done Green Planet. When's he mm. going to do fucking Brown Planet? The brown Planet. Mud. I'm yeah, David Attenborough, and this is Brown Planet. The <laughs> Earth, the Earth's surface is formed of eighty percent mud, and yet we know so little about this mysterious substance. <laughs> I decided to to do this series when I uh, let's just say that I was supplied with some footage of people having it off at Woodstock in 1969, <laughs> and I thought, yes. It's time to do the brown planet. And while the younger me would have been focused entirely on the woman's tits and fanny and bum, the older, wiser <laughs> me was just completely preoccupied with the mud and the way it wrapped <laughs> itself around her tits and fanny. <laughs> that was when I decided my next series will be Brown Planet. I mean, I think, for to, to me, I've not seen it. I've not seen that interview that you've... Just mm. raved about it. You obviously made it sound better than I thought it might be because it felt to me like contractual obligation. Well, you know like I've mean? got one more series to check yeah, off. It's kind Do of, it about plants. He's done all the animals. He's done the sea, under the water. And it's kind of like, we've got what we need. One more series, Dave. What you got? Oh, fuck. Um, oh, I'll just do plants. I'll I've do done four the sea. parts on plants. I've done the sea. I've done the animals. Can I do humans? No, you can't do humans because that's been that that's not your remit. We got other yeah. people who do the humans. Can I do the sky? No, you cannot do the sky. That doesn't count either. That's oh, different I'm science. Have to do fucking plants. I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel here. No, 
um, in actual fact, I'm really because you know, like I talked before about. Remember when the tree surgeons came to my house last year, and I got got into talking about trees with them. Yeah, remember that? And they told oh, me yeah. about the trees communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. If there's if there's something dangerous coming, they sort yeah. of blow messages an, down. Yeah, yeah. And so I read a little bit more and listened to a couple of documentaries about the ways in which trees communicate. And I thought I need more of this. Uh, so I wanted to watch, there's a Netflix film of the book, The Secret Life of Trees, or The right. Secret History of Trees, or something like that. So I thought I might give that a watch. And then, then Attenborough, so I already knew plants and trees were up to shit, way beyond our comprehension, secretly Stuff. behind mm. our backs. Yeah. And then I listened to this geezer this morning, and it's unbelievable what's going on amongst plants. And he reckons that, um, that at, he claims that Attenborough himself was ah, uh, he was more or less like. Let me tell you about Attenborough. He's more into the plants than out else. People wow. think it's the chimps and all that he's into. No, if you asked him, he said his favourite thing is the plants. That's the thing that he's most fucking. You would, you would assume about. You'd assume his favourite piece of entertainment would be watching a chimp riding a unicycle while smoking a cigar, like all of us. But no, David's <laughs> a bit deeper. He's he more does into like the plants. That. Don't get me wrong, he loves well, that. Of course he does. We often lay it on for him for his birthday, but and he has a he just sits there eating a bit of cake in his favourite chair <laughs> while a specially commissioned BBC chimp cycles round, <laughs> and he fucking laughs and laughs and laughs. But if you asked him if there's one thing he prefers, it'd be watching a fucking plant fucking attack another plant Sucking using its one fucking off. seeds. Yeah, you can get plants that suck off and plants off. It's called the Mexican suck off plant tree. <laughs> But it's not really a tree, it's more of a plant and it sucks off other plants just purely for pleasure. Like most plants, they procreate just for survival. But there is some plants that actually do sex for pleasure, like a human. Recreational sex. Recreational sex, yeah. It's funny. Yeah, anyway, can't wait to see that. Might be a future deep dive. Could well be, yeah. Yeah, I was sceptical. I mean, I'm sceptical about all of these things when you get when you get fellas telling you that trees... Are communicating with each other. Um, whenever we see anything by Professor Brian Cox uh, about the, well, you the always sky and the planet, prove it, don't might, you? I might fucking prove it, yeah. And I'm asking the same question of, of these, these well, that, fanciful the claims about pop- the plants. The problem with popular science is that, by definition, it has to be sort of faster and less tedious than proper science. Proper science, yeah. you Meet know, peer reviewed in journals mm. with mm. fucking appendixes and all this shit and it's like you know tedious study the only way you can like end up making like proving your hypothesis is with like fucking loads of really boring experiments that go on for yeah. ages whereas popular science they just need to basically cut to the good bit and go look we're not gonna bore you with the details but suffice to say some plants in mexico have been f- sucking each other off right and you're like well that's great you're sat home having your egg and chips on your lap on a sunday night thinking yeah that is actually that's really good this is what i this is why i don't want them to defund the bbc but another part of you thinks well where's the evidence anyone can get on tv and say that like yeah you're right brian cox is the worst because he doesn't seem credible um Mm. that's at least seems credible because he's quite Mm. posh and old like a wise old man whereas cox Brian Cox is just there going, oh, 
Yeah, and space is bigger than the biggest thing you can imagine. Even yeah. if you did space times infinity, it still wouldn't be nearly as big as what space actually is. Mm. Yeah. Where are we? We're looking at mud. But um, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely watch the Attenborough thing. And the good thing about Attenborough is as well now, he doesn't have to fucking go out on the road and do the stuff. He just does voiceovers. He clearly doesn't fucking go out and film these no, things. No, apparently he does do some links, but even then, they rec- I reckon they fly him in. Yeah. Or maybe they do it on green screen. Maybe. I'm going to do this one on a fucking green screen. And I'm in, not even coming into the studio. I want you to set it basement. up in my, in my lounge. <laughs> set it up. And then I don't care. Put a fucking volcano behind me. Put, a fu- <laughs> put Mount fucking Everest. Put a load of fucking pygmies from the Amazon rainforest playing with their genitals for all I care. I don't give a fuck. One thing I tell you is I'm not leaving my rig. <laughs> there's been there's a fucking pandemic on out there you cunt I'm, I'm not dying super vulnerable <laughs> there's me and the Queen and Paul McCartney any of us go <laughs> the whole nation collapses that's it we're fucked <laughs> um, yeah I'll uh, I'll watch that so we're at the um, stage where uh, what have we just done yeah we had problems regarding mud last time yeah um, <clears throat> mud slides uh, did we mention mudslides? I don't know if we did cover all of this. No. But we did a bit of problems, but not all yeah, of them. Yeah, we didn't do all the problems. There's a picture there of a vehicle in mud after heavy rainfall in the Congo, which looks a bit problematic. Um, there is, it says, mudslides in volcanic terrain occur after eruptions as rain remobilises loose ash deposits. Um, fucking hell, those poor bastards in Tonga. I thought it was Tonga. It's Tonga, apparently. Oh, really? Um... Which sounds like a nickname you'd give to one of your kid, your mates at school, isn't it? Tonga. Oi, Tonga. Yeah. You got that 50p sort of I lent you? Yeah, I thought it was Tonga. Um, because there's been one COVID case in Tonga through the entire pandemic, everyone on Tonga has to stay on Tonga to deal with this volcano fallout. They're not allowed to get on boats and fuck off. So wow. I've been told there's been a volcano, there's been a tsunami... Uh, fucking deal with it. Because fucking God, God is uh, working in mysterious ways there, isn't he? Yeah. You've got one yeah. case of COVID. One case. But you're going to have to deal with a tsunami. Yeah. Well, we might do God history books at some point. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'd be careful about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had Sir John God. As a guest on the show before. Yeah, if we do the history of God, then you get because as far as I understand it, I, I, you know, I don't follow theology and the you know the warring ideas around God and religion and all that. I, I try to stay out of it, mate. But mm. as I understand it, there are it is disputed, isn't it? There are different ideas of how long God's been going for, where there's he came than, from, and what his agenda well, is. Yeah, and there's yeah. a few gods knocking around. Well, because you got Sir John God. Mm. Then you got the Hindu god, yeah, the elephant one, yeah, elephant. And man. I'm not prepared to get into the other gods for fear of yeah. Let's, let's get back. Let's, let's get back to mud. Let's yeah. get back to mud. Uh, mud slides are also common in the Western United States during the El Nino years. Uh, El Nino, of course, uh, is I don't know what is it. 
It's a warm phase of the El Nino Southern Oscillation and it's associated with a band of warm ocean water that develops in the central and east, central equatorial Pacific. No, not really into that. I'm um, sure El Nino was one of the World Cup mascots. I <clears> thought <throat> he was one of the fucking drug lords that was on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it might have been that as well. I think Could it's a both. nickname that's used for a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, another problem mud creates is it can prove difficult to get out of if stuck. Yeah. Have you ever been stuck in mud? Hmm, good question. No, I don't think I have, but I have, like, put a, a Wellington boot, my foot in a Wellington boot in mud, and then when I go to pull it out, you know, your foot comes out it's of the boot and fast. the boot stays yeah. there. I reckon that's reg- that's been stuck in mud then, even though it's low level. That's, but yeah, it's borderline, isn't it? But yeah. I, I could escape. Yeah. Um, most bogs are more dangerous than quicksand because you can sink deep into the mud you can drown in a peat bog because there are deep patches of water with vegetation on top yeah I wouldn't fancy drowning in mud I mean there's lots of peat bogs in Scotland isn't there there's a lot of um, is there I think so they, they, they certainly harvest peat and use it as a fuel but I guess that's dried peat isn't it it's not peat bog I don't know lots of people will no doubt email in and get in touch with oh us on God. the Twitter. I know, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have... Maybe in six months' time. Yeah, when that's this even is repeated. worse. Nine months, mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, please don't. Um, we, we simply do not care. Um, on to the section that you were looking forward to, Sam. Mud as food. Mm. Interesting. Um, because the way things are heading with Brexit and the energy crisis... It, you know, we'll have all seen shelves are looking increasingly mm. sparse in your local supermarkets. Yeah. So it's always best to be thinking ahead as to what you might be able to eat should they run out of crisps and, and all the other basic yeah. food stuffs in Asda's. Um, well, so mud. This could be quite interesting, couldn't it? I mean, I think we're already veering towards a society where we eat insects because yeah. they're superfoods aren't they they've got loads of protein in them loads of protein locusts and stuff like that apparently yeah um, that, that's that been that's that's in the post I think well, it's inevitable we'll, we'll pop down to Asda and pick up a packet of uh, half a pound of locusts please <laughs> and you just add water at the deli counter do you think they'll mm. sell them at the deli uh, do you think you'll be able to get them packet packet version on You'll the get, aisles, yeah. but if you yeah. want like slightly fresher, you order them like loose from the deli get them counter. From the deli, yeah, and you'd be able to get frozen ones as well, which aren't quite as good quality, but they last longer. Get them cheaper. Um, Do you go I, to the deli counter much when you're at the Esther? Nah, um, deli counter doesn't exist. Well, you get there a anymore. ticket. No, there isn't one. There, is, I don't think there's ever been one in my local Asda. My local Sainsbury's used to have one. COVID got it shut down because uh, obviously you know breathing on the meat and things like that so um <laughs> do you want your know. meat breathed on or not breathed on not breathed on please not breathed on please if possible hard to believe that we ever had deli counters where you could get your meat breathed on it's the same with salad bars in like pizza hut you know yeah with the I know sneeze, they have sneeze guards. guards but fucking hell yeah it's <laughs> That's disgusting no kind isn't of it? protection at all is it i used mm. to love it um mm. Yeah, but what about at the Asda? Do they have a rotisserie chicken section? They do still have that, yeah. Do you ever and get some, that? Some bit goods as well, now and again. And they do chicken legs and chicken wings and they do sausage rolls as well. Jalapeño. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Jalapeño. Have I ever told you the story about a famous Premier League footballer who Apparently, he he said to he, uh, he was um, famous uh, Italian footballer, and he he used to tell his like teammates like he was a bit of an oddball in the dressing room, like he didn't sort of join in with the other lads, but they'd sometimes ask him questions because they'd know they'd always get a really strange answer about the life he led out <laughs> away from the, the pitch, and yeah. they asked him. They said, "What are you doing at the weekend?" He said, "My my wife's going away back to Italy." And they said, "Oh, really? What are you going to be up to then?" They were sort of giving him the old nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Because it was back in those days when all footballers were constantly shagging, weren't they? In the yeah. noughties, all footballers did was just constantly fuck. Of course, yeah. Um, they're much better now. And drinking. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, um, "Oh, what I like to do when uh, my wife goes away." I uh, I go and I get a. He goes, I I get the chicken from the supermarket. He goes, they go, oh, you getting a hooker? And oh, no, 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 prostitute. I don't like that. I get the chicken from the supermarket. He goes, I put it in the oven with some good olive oil, maybe maybe some garlic, a bit of lemon. Very simple. Yeah, and I roast it for a long time, and then when it comes out. The juices are oozing, and I leave it for an hour to cool down. So it's it, not cold, but not hot. It's just warm. And then I love to fuck the chicken. <laughs> it feels incredible. <laughs> and all these lads in the dressing room are like, do what? And I love to fuck it. And they're like, the bloke who told me was another footballer, who, who, he goes, we were like, why did you put lemon and garlic on it? And he's like, eh, 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 I'm Italian. I'm not going to just put it in like an Englishman with I, fucking I, butter. I don't cook corners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need the aromas to be good and fresh. And also, he said, good olive oil. Not your shit, not your own brand shit stuff. stuff. Yeah. This is like extra virgin olive oil, mate. I get That's it shipped Italian over from way. home. Yeah. Yeah, and he liked to fuck a chicken. So, oh, think nice. of, apparently it's the business. I'll say this, I'll bet that a, a significant percentage of our listeners right now are wondering how good that feels. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to fuck a chicken, as a result, as a direct result of this anecdote told to me by a <laughs> former footballer about one of his Italian teammates, then maybe do get in touch. Tell us what the experience was like. Mm. No, don't. No, don't. Nah. Please don't. Um, but if you want to do it, do it. But don't tell us about it. Do it. It's your business. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's mud as food. But, yeah, I can imagine that we will turn to the eating of mud um, at some point in the future. Just to... In, in the, just as it, on the side, do you know what I mean? You'll get some. You won't be able to buy. You won't always be able to buy fresh mud. You'll be able to buy packet mud, which is basically soil. Mm. And then you mix it with water, with boiling water, and make it your yeah. own consistency, and just have a, a dollop on the side. So it's a bit like Angel Delight. One yeah. thing I would say about mud: of all the natural substances that man can eat, it's that it's got the advantage of looking absolutely fucking delicious. Oh, it looks fantastic. Like like, when, like chocolate angels are like... Yeah, when, when you look at mud, you can't... I mean, I've been out running the parts of one. It's quite muddy still because of the time mm-hmm. of year. And as I squelch through some mud, mm-hmm. you can't help but think, mm, it's deli- it looks, looks and even yeah. sounds delicious or yeah. squelchy. Something to stop yourself from just lying on the ground and just shoveling some into your mouth secretly like looking both ways over your shoulder make sure no one's going to look and judge you you yeah. scoop some up in your hand and yeah. snaffle it up lovely lovely lovely, oh, mud. lovely mud. fresh fresh and cool as well and time. the thing is as well you can eat it with it's one of those things like pancakes or popcorn you can sprinkle salt on it and that's mm-hmm. nice but then you can sprinkle sugar on it and it's just mm. as nice it's just different Imagine- sensation Imagine some lovely warm mud out of the microwave with some sprinkled cheese, grated cheese on it. You could put it in a bowl and dip tortilla chips in it. You could do, yeah. Imagine if someone came round and you were like, <laughs> yeah, come round for the game, mate. Come round for the game. Imagine if it was a friend and it was the first time they'd come round. And like, you were like, do you want to come round and watch the game? they go, oh, yeah, okay. And they come round and you go, yeah, you go. Do you, want, do you want a beer? Yeah, there's a beer. Yeah, I'll, do it. I'll just put some tortillas down there. There's a little mm. dip if you fancy it. And they go, what's that? Mud. What? what? Yeah, I dip, <laughs> I dip my tortillas in mud. Have you never you never had tortillas with mud? It's fucking delicious, mate. <laughs> and the good thing is it's cheaper than all this guacamole bullshit that people go in for these days. Right? That costs, your own. Fun, that costs like five quid a tub. I just got this out of the garden. <laughs> I'm growing my own. And even in summer, when it's there's no mud, there's just earth, I just dig up some earth and fucking mix it myself in the kitchen. Bang! Yeah. And if there's some left over, I, I give it to the kids in their sandwiches in the week. <laughs> just spread it on a bit of bread, don't I? Kids go mad oh. for it. Kids go mad for mud. You could make a mud curry, couldn't you? You could have yeah. some mud and mm. just mix some chicken in with Cause, it. Because it looks a bit like beef. Yeah. <laughs> Mud. It looks like beef, <laughs> and it tastes just as good. <laughs> this I was mean, issued by the Mud Marketing Board of Britain. I mean, you know, five years from now, people could listen to this episode and think, you know, listen to them when they were laughing about the idea of eating mud. Now we now are reduced got. to eating mud because the Europeans <laughs> have now, taken away everything from us. Everything's gone so wrong, and we're now only the eighth richest country on the planet. We've been reduced to eating mud. Fuck it. Uh, um. Anyway, it says on here mud as food. Um, it says there are numerous dysphemisms. Dysphemisms. I don't know that word. It says it's an expression with connotations that are either derogatory about the subject matter or to the audience. Um, dysphemism may be motivated by fear, distaste, hatred, contempt, or humour. Mm. Um. 
So there are numerous of those dysphemisms for poor tasting food, such, such as, as it tastes, tastes like, dirt, like but dirt. I don't think that's true. I've never heard someone say that tastes like that. You say it tastes like shit. Yeah. Don't you? But you don't say it tastes like, oh, it tastes like dirt. I have never heard someone say that. Mm. Well, Alf Ramsey famously, the buffet that was laid on from at Melchester, he said, yeah. it looks like fucking muck. Yeah, so, muck, yeah. Yeah, looks muffin. like Mac. Look, yeah, he didn't actually get around to tasting it, did he? You didn't say it tastes um, like. Yeah, you might say it tastes like Mac, but dirt, no. And you certainly mm. didn't say it tastes like mud. You'd say it tastes like shit. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I was, is shit a kind of a, a byproduct, almost in the same category as mud? No way. No. No way. Different, mud different. is absolutely fine. Mud's organic. We would never do it. Hello. Yeah. It's so shit though. No shit goes through your guts and you put all sorts in your guts, don't you? Chemicals and whatnot. Who knows what's going on down there? History books, the guts. I tell you what, I I wouldn't mind Attenborough doing something about the guts. (laughs) Do we? Attenborough. Attenborough's guts. Uh, (laughs) An eight part series filmed over four years inside the guts. Of dozens of humans, including my own, for this my series, own Attenborough guts. I have had myself shrunk down like Jane Fonda <laughs> in that film, and gone inside an actual human body. And that I've been travelling around their guts, like in that eighties film, in a space. <laughs> I've got gonna, a little spaceship, I, and I'm going through someone's fucking ass and through his colon. I got out and got on a surfboard. <laughs> got out of the little ship and got on a surfboard do you remember my mate Darren from next door the one who reckoned he went to the one I used to dig <laughs> used with to dig with yeah and he and he reckoned he went to Disneyland and went on a big wheel so fast that he gobbed at the top and it hit him on the next turn round <laughs> yeah do you know what his dad who was an absent father <clears throat> but he would but like a lot so we were both kids from you know broken homes and so you sort of bra- what you do is when your dad's not around it's much easier to lie about him yeah of because because he, he's sort of unseen he's so you like can a say fictional figure yeah you can make up all sorts of like wild shit about your dad mm. you know and his thing was that his dad apart from the fact that he told me his dad took him to Disneyland and he went you know the, the classic was when he goes were you out here digging last week <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, obviously. What else do you think I was fucking doing? No, it's just I wasn't around. And I said, yeah, I did wonder where you were, yeah, when I was out digging. I mean, I didn't let it stop me from digging, but nothing, almost nothing would stop me from digging. But uh, maybe the death of a close relative, maybe, but even then <laughs> it might help take my mind off it. Right. And I, he said, oh, yeah. No, were you out here on Tuesday? And I said, yeah. He goes, round, round six. And I go, yeah. That's my usual digging time. He goes, yeah. I thought it was you. thought I saw you. And I went, what? what? He goes, what? And he went, ah, oh, didn't you see Concord fly over? And I went, uh, and you know, like when you just, you're a kid, so you go along with the lie, just yeah. out of curiosity. I went, yeah, I do seem to remember Concord flying over at six o'clock last Tuesday when I was digging. He goes, yeah. I was on it with my dad going to Disneyland. We look, I looked out the window and saw you. And I was like, there he is, digging away. Poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but he told me that his dad... Well, this might have been true, but his, his brag about his dad was that his dad worked in the sewers 
and that his he was a sewer worker good and brag. that he went it was a really good brag because he goes yeah and my dad takes me to work with him sometimes and it, he goes it's wild Sewers. he goes it's like being in a water park he goes there's his pipes and all the water and shit flies out at like a thousand miles per hour and I can ride on it like a flume <laughs> And this was his brag. He just tell me loads of stories about playing great. in the in the shitty water park in the sewers <laughs> with his dad. And I I remember thinking, fucking hell, his dad must get paid quite good that he's like managing to take his son to Disneyland on Concord. Oh, to get into the fucking sewage business. That's great. I mean, that ties in with the the bullshit category we used to have. Bullshit yeah. as you have known. Oh, he was, he was, he was my. He's my all-time best bullshit mate. You you never really get better than your childhood bullshit mate, do no, you? No, Not really. no, that's 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 golden the golden time for bullshitting. Mm. So that was me. Um, my son does a podcast called Beans on Toast with me yeah. as the special guest in Variable every week. And um, when we were in um, Wembley three years ago, I think for the the fucking Checker Trade Trophy final. Yeah. And we went with um, a mate and, and his son. And we all went to uh, Aircast Studio in London. Oh, yeah. The day after the final and recorded an episode of Beans on Toast with the, the other lads, the other young lads as special guests. Right. So my mate's son is just completely enamoured with the podcast and with DJ Beans and everything. And he yeah. tells he was telling his friends at school, oh, I was, I was on the podcast Beans on Toast with DJ Beans. I was a special guest and all this. And his two mates like went... Yeah, we've been on it as well. Happy <laughs> 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 oh, <you> fuck. <laughs> my um, my nephew, um, so on my on my wife's side, he's he's quite funny. He's about uh, how old is he now? Like seven or something, right? And he's at school, and at Christmas, he was telling us that he's got this mate. He's a Syrian refugee at school. But he's got amazing chat, this kid, right? Right. And uh, he speaks perfect English, and he's got loads of bullshit. But what's great is my nephew Jake. He he's only seven, but he knows he knows it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But he just goes along. But anyway, he goes, oh yeah. He goes, my mate. I can't remember the kid's name. He goes, oh yeah. He just lies about everything. So he told me a few lies. I can't remember them now, but I'll ask him. But the good thing is, right? He's he's got a um, what would you call it? Like uh like a catchphrase sort of thing. All right. of his lies, every single lie he tells, every story he tells, in fact, whether it's a lie or not, always ends with him saying, and then at the end, I did a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> so he just signs off every story with, and then I did a backflip. That's the end of every story, right? But then he goes, you're always, apparently Jake said to him, you're always going on about doing backflips. I've never seen you do one. And he says, no. My mum says I'm not allowed to do them in public or at school because it's too dangerous. I might kick someone in the head. Look <laughs> at <laughs> David Attenborough. Uh, that uh, is how I did. Two, uh, two, <laughs> two plants can actually suck each other off simultaneously. <laughs> and then I did a backflip. <laughs> kids are fucking one thing I've noticed because it was the same with both my kids when they were younger kids are obsessed with backflips it's like the ultimate skill I don't remember it being the same when we were kids but maybe it's because like 
since diversity won Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, I don't and think they were a thing when we were kids. Backflips are more of a thing yeah. now that you see on TV and yeah. stuff. And kids are obsessed with backflips. They go on about them all the time. Footballers never did them when we were kids. Pop, Peter Beagree and Peter and Love were the Peter only ones. Be- but they were kind of a bit beyond our childhood years, were They were like budget ones. Yeah. 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 And Peter Beagree would have done a real budget one, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, so English the, backflip. It, 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 the backflip is much more of a thing now than it was when we were younger. They're always on about it. They go, oh, yeah, and then imagine if I did a backflip. They say, imagine that. But this yeah. kid, the refugee kid's like, and then I did a backflip. And then I did a backflip. I do a backflip at the end of every moment of significance in my life, unless I'm at school or in a public arena, in which case I have to resist. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I have to resist for medical and health and safety reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Backflip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, get some more stories out of this kid from my nephew because uh, he's, yeah, he's a bit do. of a legend. Yeah. All right, we'll leave it there. We're halfway through the section mud as food. Uh, we've done quite well, I think. Uh, yeah. We'll be back with even more mud next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Then we did a backflip. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.